Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Tuesday, December 26th. Now, normally on the fourth Friday of the month in our 1030 segment, we update you on things going on at Evergreen Commons. But because we were not with you this past Friday, we are very pleased that Mark DeWitt, the Chief Advancement Officer for Evergreen Commons, has graciously agreed to show up on this Tuesday, Boxing Day, to uh, talk a little bit about what's going on at Evergreen Commons in the month of January. He's on the other side of our table this morning. Mark, good morning. Well, thank you, Gary. Happy Boxing Day to you. Uh, make, as soon as I get you the right thing, be able to have people say hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's, 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 whenever you have a three-day weekend, things go a little kablooey. But anyway, glad Mark is with us. And if you have a question about what's going on at Evergreen Commons, Mark would be a good man to answer your question at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Before we go into things going on in the month of January and some changes that you'll be able to explain to us, Mark, uh, let's do a little more of a short-term look. What's the schedule for hours at Evergreen Commons between now and next Tuesday as the holiday ends. Well, thanks for asking, Gary, because uh, our members don't like these four-day weekends. They all showed up first thing this morning. Um, so just a reminder that we are closed on the 29th, the 30th, obviously Sunday, and then the 1st. So we hope to see everybody on January 2nd. Um, you know, that's usually a time of year where people are focused on their health again, and uh, we'll be so happy to see our members all together. Now, during this shortened week, is it full powers at Evergreen Commons, or is full there some schedule. things? Yeah, there are right. some things being done maintenance-wise. Well, the pool is still down. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, the pool is now filled, but it takes at least five days to warm it up, so it should be ready by next Tuesday. Okay, I was, that's what I was yeah. in, implying that uh, uh, not everything at Evergreen Commons is back open yet, because as you said, the pool had to be down for maintenance. Yeah, guess how many gallons goes in. Uh, can I say about 5,000? Oh, keep going. 10,000? <laughs> 60,000 gallons okay, of water. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, it started from empty, so. Yeah. A lot of maintenance. A lot of maintenance, but it's clean, and I think it's an annual thing, isn't it? Uh, it depends. Uh, we have to do regular maintenance, but this is uh, a little more extraordinary. Uh, yeah. That included some HVAC and some other things. Okay, so. Yeah. it's uh, Every once in a while, you have to. Make sure it's A-OK. Yeah, I think the timing was good, considering we had eight days that were offline mm -hmm. uh, in terms of membership engagement. So, All right. They'll be happy to be back next Tuesday. Okay. 616-395-1450. You have a question for Mark DeWitt. 616-395-1450. Mark, let's uh, talk a little bit about membership and how to become a member of Evergreen Commons. And the reason why I'm bringing it up now is what you just said a few moments ago. After the first of the year, people thinking about fitness, and let's just say the ranks of Evergreen Commons usually swells a little bit uh, in the first few uh, weeks of January. They do. So there are a lot of ways to begin the journey. Uh, you could give us a call at 616-396-7100 or go to evergreencommons.org, O-R-G, 
Or please stop in to see us. Uh, come into Door A off of 480 State Street in Holland and uh, begin your journey. Now, in beginning the journey, what types of avenues can be done, i.e., what memberships are available? Well, a um, uh, nominal membership fee of $65 begins the journey. That's the annual fee. That's the annual fee. Now, many people have uh, Medicare insurance such that they get silver sneakers. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah, so they can take their silver sneakers and use it at Evergreen, and that uh, dramatically reduce their costs. And that would include... The silver sneakers really would be the, for the, those who are using the exercise abilities. That's there. correct, right? Uh, exercise and pool privileges. Correct. All right, and then that and that is a monthly fee, though, for the exercise and the and the pool. It depends privilege. on what you do. Yes, there's some other ancillary fees for extra things that you might do, like the wood shop has extra fees. Yeah, but uh, I'm just saying, if somebody wanted to get a, an exercise membership besides the annual membership right. that would be in addition and then you know uh there's ways to work around that so you can be able, be able to get the benefits and maybe not have to pay premium prices <laughs> yeah it's a, it's important for people to remember that evergreen tries to make uh the whole experience accessible and affordable and then so and regardless then, of means and then if those who might need the services of the day center that's something entirely different that's correct yeah all right uh, again, best place to find out about the membership and all the options, evergreencommons.org. That is evergreencommons.org. One thing that Mark DeWitt mentioned when he came in before we began this segment was the fact that there is going to be some changes in at Evergreen beginning in January. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that people will see once we get into January at Evergreen Commons. So we have a new chef, Peter, uh, who has designed a whole menu. Uh, it's the first menu he's put together uh, that's really focused on healthy lifestyles. This is sort of a byproduct of the Michigan Health Endowment Fund grant. Uh, we got a, a very generous $380,000 grant to help us accomplish three things. And one of them is a, to hire a new dietitian in 2024. And with that, we hope to also have a weekday farmer's market just to the east of us because we have an empty lot that we could have a weekday farmer's market, much like the Visser one that you see near Wakazoo Woods. Um, but Peter is really focused on uh, creating healthy menus such that it's very delicious, it's nutritious, uh, but it won't really be seen or felt. For example, you know, Ottawa County is, you know, the agricultural capital in some ways of Michigan. Um, and we produce so many turkeys here. Uh, I think it was like 70% of the turkeys were produced, you know, in the state of Michigan in Ottawa County. Um, so, you know, some simple things like, you know, taking uh, something that normally had ground beef in it, you could have ground turkey, for example. So you're going to see a lot more poultry as compared to uh, some of the offerings in the past. In addition, um, there are fish options, too. Uh, so it's fascinating to see uh, certain days they'll have uh, tilapia or salmon. So Peter's doing a really good job of shaping the menu and uh, making it more attractive for our members. That is one aspect of some of the other, some of the changes that you mentioned. Uh, some of the other things that we might be seeing in 2024 at Evergreen? So we'll craft a new information hub. Uh, it's been identified by our team 
that there is no one-stop shop in Ottawa County or Northern Allegan County uh, for information for, you know, let's say your 50-year-old child that's looking for resources for mom or dad, um, you know, to find uh, all the resources for older adults, not just at Evergreen, but what's available in the community. And then let's say you're turning 65 for the first time, you know, how do you uh, find the right Medicare plan? You know, or if you're 85 and you're transitioning from your home, your condo, wherever, and you want to find uh, your next place of living, you know, you're, we're going to have that all in one place. So it's going to take about six months to develop that, but it's going to be a great information hub that will be valuable to our community. What about some of the programs that uh, will be available? I know that at times there are certain activity programs provided and informational programs, but, you know, sometimes it's like, well, we'll have this type of dancing now and then different type of dancing available a little bit later on. <laughs> right. Or, you know, uh, when does the inf- when does the tech guy come in? Because people always have tech questions. Tech guy comes in on Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah, and he's very helpful. It's a drop-in session. It's not a class. Mm-hmm. So you can bring in your phone, your laptop, your iPad, whatever you need help with. You yeah. have a little bug on your computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get rid of those <laughs> things. But the the other thing, though, is, I mean, dance classes and uh, crafting classes along those lines. They'll, they'll be rotating around, right? Absolutely. I encourage you, if you're not already on the subscriber list, um, to receive fresh air. Uh, you can get that online at evergreencommons.org. Uh, it's very comprehensive. Uh, you know, it shows all of the classes, all the things that are offered. Um, and I encourage you to investigate that because January has a lot of content in it. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, after all, this is the time when people need to, because the weather, even though it hasn't been nasty yet from some winter, it's still going to get a little bit nasty out there, and so people can't get out as much. So they have, you know, if they are going to get out, got to give them some place, some place to go and something to do once they get there. Exactly. Uh, Evergreen is well known, obviously, for the fitness offer, offerings and other things. But I think when it comes right down to it, um, our core competence is building community. You know, loneliness is a terrible ap- epidemic. And especially in January when people get the blues, you know, family has gone away. They've gone back home after the holidays. Uh, so they need to be with other people. And I think we're one of the best places for that. 616-395-1450. We have a question for Mark DeWitt. He's the Chief Advancement Officer at Evergreen Commons, 616-395-1450. A question we've had in previous appearances by you and other people involved with Evergreen Commons is, when will the bus tours come back? (laughs) Are you talking about tulip time? Not so much of tulip time, but some of the bus tours to maybe... America Park to see the Tigers you know, or to other or to Chicago or some other or to ship That's a great question because uh, we get that question quite a bit. Uh, we're investigating that. Uh, we feel that there's a lot of value in doing day trips um, because they can be cost effective. And, you know, a lot of our people are up at six in the morning anyway. So to get on a bus, go to ship or, you know, Comerica Park, like you suggested, uh, that that's going to happen in 2024. I can't give you all the details, but a lot of planning going into that. The reason why I brought that up, besides the fact that a lot of people have called and asked about it, not on a pro, obviously at Evergreen Commons, but also with us, is the fact that when we had the COVID outbreak in 2020, that cut that out completely, hasn't come back since. That's right. 
So we're looking at collaborators, people we could partner with. Um, we even look to our neighbor to the east, Hope College. Uh, we see a lot of value in partnering with them. All right. Now, another thing that maybe we don't look for in 2024, but perhaps in 2025 or a little bit down the line, Mark, is something that was brought up earlier this month by the Holland City Council, and that is moving the historic greenhouse that's just east of Evergreen Commons. It's on Evergreen Commons property now, but to move the actual building off of that site so that that land can become really useful for the commons. We would like to have the option of that that parcel. Um, it would add a lot of value to Evergreen. Um, I, it's fascinating to see all of the, the plans that are being offered. I've seen uh, some pictures. Uh, the mayor, city council has talked quite a bit about um, the historical change. They had to to make it unhistorical. <laughs> I don't know what the right word is for that. Yeah, <laughs> but well, that's about as good as word as any. I suppose, yeah, Mark. <laughs> they had to vote on that, and uh, they're going to move the shell of it. So the interior part, the tallest portion, is going to go to Centennial Park. And then, obviously, once that is moved, then Evergreen Commons can move forward with what they want might want to do with it. Yeah. Any ideas? Well, at this point, the, the laws of physics say that nature does not like a vacuum. So uh, once it's a green space, we get to imagine what it could be. So we're talking to master planners. We're talking to architect about how to envision that space. Now, for those who have been in that area, I'm looking at it as somebody who has walked to that area and back a few times this past year. Um, there is a little parking spot further east, sort of uh, north northeast of that. That is the park, uh, a parking lot. And I don't want to, I want to say 22nd Street. About 21st. 21st yeah. or 22nd Street. So there's a parking area on 21st and Central, which is basically a, 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 a extra parking. There are two lots. If you look across from the greenhouse, mm -hmm. there's one immediately across and then one, like you said, just to the northeast. Right. And then there's the workout area. Yeah. Right to the directly east of there, mm -hmm. which I, and I thought that there was a, a, a gar, a, a victory garden. type. There was a setting. community garden. Yeah. And we're talking about how that could be deployed in 2024. Okay. So we, we've determined there's a need for a garden of some sort. You know, there are a lot of people that have moved out of their condos and into places like, um, you know, Freedom Village or whatever, and they just want to be able to garden. And so that would be a possibility for offering in that regard. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the location, but there will be a garden in 2024. Okay. All right. Just yeah. some, um, um, we're trying to describe a mental picture we have of that area and what could possibly happen uh, moving forward. Yeah, it needed to be reinvented. And as you know, Gary, COVID has changed so many things. So when when people were inside during COVID, they didn't imagine going to that space to create a garden. And so it got, you know, kind of ignored. What about inside overall at the actual main campus over, you know, the old Holland Christian University, Holland Christian High School campus, which is now, of course, Evergreen Commons? Um, I know there was some work done over the last few years, freshing it up and all that, but any other plans right now for other interior work on the actual building itself or not really? Well, 
we have this great privilege because uh, we have really great philanthropists in this area to imagine what Evergreen could be. You know, we're going to turn 40 years old in 2025. And so we want to imagine what Evergreen will be for the 40 years after that. We, we consider uh, what we would call forever green, you know, from generation to generation. We had a previous generation that engaged in it. You know, what's the next generation like you and me? You know, perhaps we'll be there too. Um, or our children. I, yes. think, I think more than anything else, I think to the point now is uh, what can we leave for our youngsters uh, going forward in, uh, you know, in the 2030s and 2040s and 2050s? Uh, you know, if I'm still around the 2050s, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Evergreen, that's the that's the idea to serve the Holland, Zealand, and Lakeshore community um, for decades to come. When one mentions the letters BBB, one thinks first of the Better Business Bureau, and quite so. However, when you mention B, B, B at Evergreen Commons, Mark, that's something entirely different. <laughs> so you're talking about Bikes, Beats, and Brews, a new program we're offering in January, starting, well, January 2nd. Um, it is intended to help out our Parkinson's members, uh, not only to help them be accountable and stay in shape during the dark days of winter, but also to raise funds um, to acquire new equipment. Do you remember the old family fitness that is or was near Ditto, which was before that, I think, Kmart? Mm. Yeah, we acquired a lot of equipment from them about 25 years ago. That equipment is either becoming not usable or difficult to repair. And we, we feel pretty strongly about uh, getting new equipment, uh, not only for our fitness center, but uh, the bikes that we're using right now, the, the Schwinn's, the, the indoor cycles. We really need to replace those uh, because we feel that uh, it'll create for a better workout and it creates for better accountability for each of the cyclists because you'd be able to use an app to, to log into your cycle that you're sitting on and say, hey, hey, Tom, you know, you did X amount of spins last week. Let's let's amp it up a little bit. Let's try a few more RPMs and try to increase our mileage. But anyways, bike beats and Bruce, January 2nd, uh, you'll use Strava or you can track your miles manually and go all the way through uh, early April. And we'll have a culminating event on April 11 uh, for two hours. So it'll be an indoor ride. Uh, we were inspired in part by the ride that Livestrong used to do at Ridgepoint. Um, that they would do a 24-hour ride. We're not doing that. But we're going to ride for a couple hours and then have, um, during the ride, there'll be some beats, there'll be a DJ, and then we'll have some brews afterwards and celebrate. All right. So uh, beats, I mean, pardon me, bikes, beats, and, and brews. brews. And that will be starting next month, right? Yeah, it'll be fun. Right. So it's pretty easy to sign up. Uh, go to evergreencommons.org. And uh, you can get registered. It's a low pain point. Um, and then start tracking your miles and, and consider a gift. All right. And it would, you know, it, you, it, it, it's more than helping one way. <laughs> right, good. right. And anybody of any age can do it. It's not just for members. All right. Looking at the fresh air for January, um, through last month, 843 new members at Evergreen Commons. Pretty impressive. Yeah. And 60 new participants, 86 new caregivers through the Day Center of Evergreen. And we always need volunteers. 
talked a little bit about what volunteering is about and how people can help. So volunteering comes from a place of joy. You know, if you need to get out and be with people, it's a great opportunity, whether to serve in the kitchen or to serve at entry points, um, serve in the fitness center, serve at the pool. There's a lot of ways to serve. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we find so many people that come in because they feel like, well, this is my place. This gives me joy. And so if you'd like to become a volunteer, I encourage you to call us at 616-355-5115. Repeat the number, please. Yes. 616-355-5115. You don't need qualification, or do you need certain qualifications to be involved as a volunteer, or certain volunteer opportunities do need qualifications? I would say you don't need qualifications. I would say uh, use your gifts as you're able to. If you like to bake or cook or whatever, we'd love your help in the kitchen. Uh, if you like to serve people, uh, helping out in the coffee shop is valuable. Uh, and many times you get to walk alongside a, a volunteer from, say, Hope College. So last semester we had students in the developmental psych course that were helping out on our campus. Right. And you mentioned about the earlier bikes, beats, and brews to help in the Parkinson's effort. There are a couple of other things involved with Parkinson's as well. The Power to Move effort, as well as pickleball. You know, it is amazing to watch, because uh, I know a few Parkinson's members, and watching them play pickleball, you'd never know they have Parkinson's. It's just fascinating. They can move around the court pretty nimbly. And it, it's something like once they start moving a little bit, it just, it's like the snowball. Effect. You have to stay active. Yeah. Keep yeah. your mind active. Keep your body active. Now, if, and again, some of these things I'm, I'm bringing up now, Fresh Air has it in, online at evergreencommons.org, but I do want to mention it on the air because some people, you know, they're not as skilled online as some of us are. But right now we're in very mild weather conditions. What happens if we do get a stormy situation? What's the policy about Evergreen Commons being open or being closed? Yeah, so there are a lot of ways to find out. You could check at evergreencommons.org. All of the major media outlets, including WHTC, will let people know if we're closed or if we're going to be closing. Let's say there's a big storm that's looming. We will let people know in advance. And, of course, there are some stipulations about not only will it be open or not because of access, but also, you know, uh, uh, conditions. If it's very cold, you know, no, Evergreen Commons is not going to be open. <laughs> right. First thing is safety, of course. All right. For more information about everything that goes on at Evergreen Commons, again, the number to uh, contact is 616-396-7100. 396-7100. And online at evergreencommons.org. That is evergreencommons.org. Mark DeWitt, as always, thank you very much for telling us about some of the things going on at Evergreen Commons. Wish you and uh, uh, the Reverend Dr. Jill Versteek, President, all the people involved with Evergreen Commons, nothing but the best for 2024. And if all goes well, we'll do this again on the fourth Friday in January. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Mark DeWitt on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. CBS News with Peter King straight ahead, followed by WHTC News. And then we'll have the Master Gardener, Jan Musen, join us 
with the Yard and Garden Hour. She is with the Brine Seed, Washington Elm in downtown Zealand. You can ask her questions about uh, how to do things indoors in this wintry type of weather. 616-395-1450 on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.